Strange gods who teach a different gospel. Strange gods in the church. God the Father is the only true God who is the creator and the ruler of the whole world. God is our redeemer and our judge. He alone is to be praised and worshipped forever. And God is not a man that he should ever change his mind. He keeps his word without fail. However, the Bible says that there are strange gods who teach a different gospel. Does that mean that there are other gods apart from God? No, the Bible is a mystery and it is not like any other book in the world written by men. It is the word of the living God. Thus, the Bible must be interpreted with the Bible and the spiritual thoughts must be discerned with spiritual words to know the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. The answer to other gods may seem like it means Buddha or the gods of other religions that people know by instinct. But God said in Isaiah 55, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. So we must find all problems and answers of life inside the Bible. Open your Bible to Deuteronomy 32 verse 16. They made him jealous with strange gods, with abominations. They provoked him to anger. The strange gods in the Bible mean the people who preach lies differing from the Bible. The mystery of the strange gods is within the words that Jesus spoke. In John 10 verse 34, Jesus answered them, Has it not been written in your law, I said, you are gods? This was based on Exodus 7 verse 1, written through Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I make you as God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. God did not say that Moses is a god. This is hiding a mystery of the kingdom of heaven. Moses seemed like a god to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, because Moses showed all kinds of signs. But that was God using Moses to show that he will take the people of Israel out of Egypt. It does not mean that Moses is a god. Moses is a shadow and a copy representing Jesus Christ. Neither Moses nor the Son Jesus Christ knew the clear meaning of the word, I make you as God to Pharaoh. And Jesus quoted the word from the Old Testament literally. Jesus did not know that this was prophesying that he must reign for 2,000 years in God's seed as a God as written in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 25. Just as Moses performed all kinds of signs, so too did Jesus Christ. He did not know just how many people will be led astray by that and fall into hell. That is why he said, Blessed is he who does not take offense at me. And he was called a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. Also, it is written in Psalm 82 verse 6, I said, you are gods, and all of you are sons of the Most High. This is not what God said himself. It is a psalm of Asaph. God said in Isaiah 44 verse 6, Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last, and there is no God besides me. He also said in Isaiah 45 verse 5, I am the Lord and there is no other. Besides me there is no God. I will gird you, though you have not known me. 
He again said in Isaiah 41 verse 4, Who has performed and accomplished it, calling forth the generations from the beginning? I, the Lord, am the first and with the last. I am He. Thus God did not say, I said, you are gods, as Jesus said in John 10 verse 34, nor did He call people gods as Asaph said in Psalm 82 verse 6. If people who use the Bible would question even this one thing, they would all be searching and seeking the truth, but they don't because they think they already know the Bible and that they have great faith. They think they are saved if they just believe in Jesus, since He died for all of our sins. But before God's appointed time, before the Another Helper, the Spirit of Truth, comes to guide us into all the truth with the whole Bible, God said, Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch the Bible rashly, or else you will perish with use. Turn to Colossians 2 verse 20 to 23. If you have died with Christ to the elementary principles of the world, why, as if you were living in the world, do you submit yourself to decrees such as, do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, which all refer to things destined to perish with use, in accordance with the commandments and teachings of men? These are matters which have, to be sure, the appearance of wisdom in self-made religion, and self-abasement and severe treatment of the body, but are of no value against fleshly indulgence. Through this eye of the truth, look at the state of the churches of the world. They are not interpreting the Bible with the Bible to understand the truth of the mystery which has been hidden from the past ages and generations. Instead, they looked at the Bible with human thoughts, literally, by what they knew by instinct. So they placed pastors and priests in God's seat and worshipped them as idols and even made up God the Son and God the Spirit without even realizing what they have done. But God already knew that people will do this. So He said in Deuteronomy 32 verse 39, See now that I, I am He, and there is no God besides me. It is I who put to death and give life. I have wounded, and it is I who heal, and there is no one who can deliver from my hand. There is only one God. Only the Father God is the true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. But church leaders only spoke foolishness, so there was not one pastor or priest in the world in the last 2,000 years who made people understand and come forth to the knowledge of Father God. That is why it says in Romans 3 verse 10 to 12, As it is written, there is none righteous, not even one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become useless. There is none who does good. There is not even one. It also says in Galatians 3 verse 22 to 23, but the scripture imprisoned everything under sin, so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. Now, before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. Not even Apostle Paul understood this truth, 
even though he recorded the scripture in the New Testament and acted as the right eye and the right hand. In 1 Corinthians 11 verse 25, where he recorded what Jesus did at the Last Supper, he wrote, In the same way he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Matthew, Mark, and Luke took part in the Last Supper, yet they did not record, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. But because Paul wrote this, it resulted in 2,000 years of teaching that eating bread and drinking wine is remembering Jesus Christ's death on the cross. Even now, nobody realizes that he actually caused people to break the decree to not drink wine or strong drink as commanded in Leviticus 10 and number 6. As a result, his body had to be martyred. Also, why did Jesus Christ have to physically die? Why did he deny God on the cross by saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani? That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And after being resurrected into a perfect body that will never die, why did he have to receive the key of death and Hades? Why did the disciples not recognize the resurrected Jesus Christ? Why did it say that Jesus vanished from their sight? You need to question these things. But now in this age, the another helper, the spirit of truth, whom God had promised to send through Jesus Christ, has come to this earth in flesh and is opening all the mysteries hidden in the whole Bible. The spirit of truth has been testifying about Jesus Christ, revealing the truth that even the authors who recorded the Bible acted as the right eye and the right hand, and the truth about the identity of the enemy through the words Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which Jesus said on the cross. Thus, the spirit of truth is guiding into all the truth. However, before the spirit of truth, the perfect faith, comes, the mystery hidden in the Bible was not opened. So ordinary people who became pastors and priests who did not know a single verse of the truth spoke lies differing from the Bible. The more they used the Bible, the more they perished with use. As a result, they always called on God's name and Jesus Christ's name in the church with the Bible, yet they became strange gods. And the congregation who accepted their sermons with Amen have been worshipping strange gods, that is, the idols. That is a fatal truth. In the end, the pastors and priests who do not know the mysteries hidden in the Bible are distorting the gospel of Christ and preaching a different gospel. This was prophesied exactly in Galatians 1 verse 7 to 9, which is really not another only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed. As we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, he is to be accursed. 
the people in the church who preach a different gospel using the Bible and who distort the gospel of Christ are not the people from other religions or unbelievers. It's the people who use the Bible. They are the people who build churches, do ministries, and teach the Bible in God's name and Jesus' name. Then, what is the different gospel? It's taking everything Jesus Christ said and did literally and imitating all the things that he said and did before he died on the cross and entered the grave, before he was raised up into a spiritual body that will never die, pertains to a different gospel. Simply put, the different gospel is imitating the signs that Jesus performed, such as casting out demons, healing the sick, raising up the dead Lazarus, and even the miracle of feeding the multitude, and commanding the demons to leave in Jesus' name and heal the sick in Jesus' name, and saying that if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. The different gospel also includes saying, take the Holy Spirit, and saying that they can ask for anything in Jesus' name. Those who teach that anyone who just believes in Jesus will go to heaven when they die, since Jesus took away all of our sins as he died, are the ones who preach a different gospel. And they are called the strange gods. Believe it or not, this is the truth. Before the spirit of truth comes, in other words, before the mystery of the kingdom of heaven is opened, if you take the Bible by only morsel pieces and interpret it privately by picking out only the verses that you like, then you are turning God's justice, the word of God, into poison. So even while speaking of Jesus and God with your lips, you become an enemy of God for distorting his word. As a result, everyone who goes to the church that distorts God's word will not go to heaven when they die. Instead, they will fall to eternal punishment in hell, even if they went to church all their lives with the Bible. This is important. You must know this while your body is still alive. The Bible is the work of God. If you take the Bible with human thoughts and teach it, that will only be Satan's teaching. And that is committing the sin in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 27 to 29, eating and drinking judgment to yourself. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But a man must examine himself, and in so doing he is to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks, eats and drinks judgment to himself if he does not judge the body rightly. If you look at only the literal text of the Bible and teach it with the perspective that people have by instinct, that still becomes Satan's teaching. If you just read a verse from some passage literally and speak words that are pleasing to the ear, such as success stories, money, how to get your children into good universities and study better, and saying that God will grant whatever you pray for, those words have nothing to do with God's will and people's souls. This is the different gospel taught by the people who are the strange gods. They use Jesus' name, but they are standing at the broad and white gate that leads to destruction, practicing lawlessness.
The strange gods who preach a different gospel are imitating what Jesus Christ did by taking it physically, literally, with human thoughts. The reason for this is written in the Bible. Especially, there are Peter and Judas Iscariot who are among the disciples taught directly by Jesus, and they both tested Jesus. In Matthew 16, verse 21 to 22, Right before his death on the cross, when Jesus said that he must suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised up on the third day, Peter said, God forbid it, Lord, this shall never happen to you. Jesus, the Son of God, has to fulfill God's word on earth. But Peter gets in the way with human thoughts. Because Peter spoke with human thoughts, he was rebuked by Jesus. In Matthew 16, verse 23, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are not setting your mind on God's interests, but men's. This word was hiding not just Peter's actions, but the actions of Christians in the past 2,000 years. But people ignored this truth and named a cathedral after Peter's name. Some even named themselves and their children Peter. Even though Peter was taught directly by Jesus and called him Lord in his spiritual state, Peter's heart's master was a demon and not God. That is why he denied Jesus three times. He made 3,000 people repent at once and performed many signs. But about 20 years later, he fell into hypocrisy and he was publicly rebuked, in other words, threshed by Apostle Paul. However, Peter belonged to the right side. After being rebuked, he understood and turned back to the truth, and then recorded First and Second Peter. But until this age, countless people were holding onto Jesus' name at the level of men like Peter. Everyone in the world who used the Bible pertained to such spiritual state even if they were Bible scholars who wrote footnotes in the Bible. That is the work of Satan and the reality of the church for the past 2,000 years. In the end, Satan is the people who distort the word of God with the thoughts of men, like Jesus' disciple Peter. Why was this truth written exactly in the Bible for us to read? This is God's love to make us know who the enemy is, when they work, and how they work. Judas Iscariot was Jesus' disciple who had the money box. He took a morsel piece, and the devil had put into his heart the thought to betray Jesus. In the end, he became the devil's servant and sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver and took his own life. Judas Iscariot and Peter were copies and shadows of the past 2,000 years of the church, a feeding wine mixed with gall and wine mixed with myrrh. People who are like Judas Iscariot use Jesus' name and God's name with their lips, but they turn it into money and turn justice, the word of God, into poison. In other words, they are the dragon, serpent, Belial, Abaddon, Apollyon, Pharisees, and beasts. They are the people who are on the left side. 
They all use God's name and Jesus' name, but they only read a verse from the Bible and turn God's word into words of men and worldly things. In the end, Satan and the devil came from Peter and Judas Iscariot, who were both disciples taught by Jesus. Not only that, the disciples followed Jesus for more than three years. But when he died on the cross and appeared to them after being resurrected on the third day, what happened? They did not recognize Jesus. In Luke 24 verse 14 to 35, And they were talking with each other about all these things which had taken place. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself approached and began traveling with them. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. Jesus already told the disciples before the crucifixion that he will be raised up on the third day. But when he appeared to them, they could not recognize the resurrected son. What does this mean? It means they knew Jesus from his former portion of life, but their spiritual eyes were covered, so they could not recognize the resurrected son who died on the cross in fulfillment of God's word. And yet, they believed that he was going to redeem Israel. The one to redeem Israel is God. In their spiritual state, the disciples did not believe Jesus who came as prophesied in the Old Testament. So of course, they did not believe in God either. This was showing the spiritual state of Christians of today. They go to church all their lives, yet their spiritual eyes are covered. So they think they believe in Jesus, the Son of God, when in fact they do not. This is important. If you go to church and physically die while your spiritual state is like Peter, with your heart's master being demon and not God, then your soul will not go to heaven when you die just because you thought you believed in Jesus. It will fall to the eternal fire of hell. When the resurrected Jesus appeared to the disciples in Luke 24, verse 27, beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. All the scriptures means the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Jesus stayed on earth for 40 days after being resurrected, but that was a very limited time to explain everything in all the scriptures to the disciples and back then was before the New Testament was written. Thus, this was a prophecy to come true now in this age, on the universal third day from the first coming. That is why Jesus said in John 15 verse 26, When the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, that is, the Spirit of Truth who proceeds from the Father, He will testify about me. The key to all of the mysteries of the kingdom of God was hidden in the works of Jesus Christ. So not even Jesus Christ knew all of God's will back then. And of course, the apostles did not know all of God's will, which is the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. And Luke 24 verse 30 says, When he had reclined at the table with them, he took the bread and blessed it, and breaking it, he began giving it to them. He broke bread and gave it to them, as he did at the Last Supper before bearing the cross. Why did he do this? First, 
It was to prove to the disciples that it was Him, since they did not recognize the Son of God. And this was hiding the mystery of the kingdom of heaven, that everyone who takes the bread is split into two kinds. The bread that Jesus gave also implies the ordinary bread, which ordinary people eat when they become priests. Turn to 1 Samuel 21 verse 4. The priest answered David and said, There is no ordinary bread on hand, but there is consecrated bread. If only the young men have kept themselves from women. Ordinary means normal, common, and regular. Ordinary bread means the pastors preaching in their own way, using Jesus' name only by their lips, and speaking lies differing from the Bible. Everyone physically died because of feeding the ordinary bread. The time to use this ordinary bread was for six days. In terms of the New Testament, for two days, that is, 2,000 years. This was hiding what will happen during these 2,000 years. The even more fatal fact is that all broke the perpetual statute, do not drink wine or strong drink, which is a commandment that all pastors and priests must keep. And the reason why all churches have been performing communion for the past 2,000 years is that Jesus himself gave the disciples wine on the night before bearing the cross. God said, if you drink wine or strong drink, you will not be able to make a distinction between good and evil. Not only that, he warned that you will die. The commandment, do not drink wine or strong drink, means do not recklessly touch the Bible, that is the Ark of the Covenant, until God's appointed time, until the Spirit of Truth comes to guide into all the truth. That is why God prophesied in Joshua 3 verse 4. However, there shall be between you and it a distance of about 2,000 cubits by measure. Do not come near it, that you may know the way by which you shall go, for you have not passed this way before. The disciples back then took the cup of wine and were divided into the right and the left side. Why did God write this in the Bible? This was recorded as a shadow and a model to show the state of this age exactly. The bread and wine that Jesus Christ gave at the supper were hiding the things that will continue in the time when the scripture imprisoned everything under sin. The people who are on the right side fought to the point of shedding blood against the enemy inside themselves and became martyrs just as Jesus Christ was killed. And they also lived like the poor Lazarus and died. The people who were on the left took the bread and used it for themselves. They only spoke with no actions and brought death upon themselves and the congregation. So they received the judgment of going to the eternal fire of hell. That is why God has judged in Matthew 25 verse 41. Then he will also say to those on his left, Depart from me, accursed ones, into the eternal fire which has been prepared for the devil and his angels. Will you go to the eternal fire of hell? Or even if your body dies, will you be raised up into a body that will never die in God's appointed time? 
the outcome depends on each of your actions. Then why did God plan all of this? God wrote the Bible for this age on the universal seventh day, the day of the Lord, the day of the Son of Man, and the day of judgment. For when the another helper, the Spirit of Truth, Reverend Okjushin comes to proclaim the eternal gospel, the new covenant, so that the truth is fulfilled on this earth in reality. God wrote the Bible to make all of creation on earth acknowledge that everything is created and moved according to God's plan, from the first man, Adam, to now in this age. He wrote in John 21 verse 25, There are also many other things which Jesus did, which if they were written in detail, I suppose that even the world itself would not contain the books that would be written. This word comes true when the Spirit of Truth comes in flesh and interprets in detail all the works that Jesus did on the earth. The Bible is a mystery, and that mystery is opened when the Spirit of Truth guides into all the truth. Now is the time for faith to be revealed and the righteous generation. Now we must not turn aside to the right or the left, but walk on the highway, the straight, upright path, the way of holiness. Now you must truly hear the voice of the Spirit of Truth who proclaims the unprecedented new covenant, the eternal gospel, and leave the strange gods who preach a different gospel. Stop turning aside to the right or the left and return to the one true God, the Father God. Amen.